What's going on, everybody? It's me, Asad Hashmali, back again with another episode of Behind the Grind. And today we have a very special guest, someone who I've been trying to get on the show for quite some time, but unfortunately, it keeps getting rescheduled. But today we made it happen. Zoha, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this show. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But how have you been? How's everything going? Good. Yeah. Uh, things are a bit stressful at work, but mm-hmm. we're pushing through. <laughs> yeah. So I asked Zoha to come on because. Um, if you can't tell already, Zoha is the founder of Zo Nanos. Um, it's a home-based, not a home-based anymore, right? Uh, but it started from a house. We'll get into what it is, what she's doing, what the story was like. But I called her on because I feel like, you know, the whole talk of startups and corporate world is great. But sometimes we don't give appreciation to those that are working in small businesses or starting off things on their own from their homes. The last guest, Rafe, um, founder of Waggles, started off from his home. Zoha Zonanos start off from her fo- from her home um but Zoha tell me a little bit about tell us all a little bit about firstly what is Zonanos So Zonanos is a lineup for organic hair products mm-hmm. and uh, we're kind of going for the modern south asian girl so um i feel like all the totkas and um, the recipes of our ancestors are now kind of being used mm-hmm. in like <clears throat> I don't want to be mean but like in the whitewash world like you know yeah. basically American British all of these people like brands like Lush mm-hmm. are um basically selling products that we've had within our homes like DIY totkas that we've yeah, been yeah. making um it kind of started from there when I was in uni and I was looking at all these products and I was like wait this is for like $25 like I make this at home with my nani like every weekend so it kind of started from there and then um even though it's definitely not something that's new to people we tried to make it um you know our brand an accessible brand for mm-hmm. both the masses and both the women that's on the go mm-hmm. and um so that's how it started with the oil i this is a very random thing that i'm sharing but yeah. i feel like whenever people talk about like hair oils it's always about like oh i like it but it just smells so bad yeah. um so when we were starting the product we really had to make sure that it had like almost minimal to no smell yeah. which is kind of new in the oil field yeah, i would yeah. say um that's basically how it started and then we branched off to newer products that would all cater to people um that are relatable to me and you but yeah. also to any pakistani woman or man that's using hair products interesting so yeah. this started off as just a little experiment right yeah i think most people don't know this but i was actually like saving up money to start another business i would th- thought really? i'd go into like the food industry uh-huh. yeah i thought i'd start like these nepali dumplings that are called momos abroad they're uh-huh. like sold like worldwide but they're not in pakistan uh-huh. so i was just like you know i've asked my parents for so much money because of uni and stuff now it's the time that if i start a business i have to save up mm-hmm. so while i was doing this i was like hey there's like a product at home that i really love yeah. why don't i like sell a few save that money and spend it on my other business and then this kind of became viral because of social media thanks to like pages like soul sisters and soul bitches mm-hmm. and um, it it just, just like blew up and then like two months later i was like i should go backwards and now have a facebook page and now have a brand name so it always like backwards we first sold the product and then we made the brand uh-huh so. and that's what people don't get sometimes like it's very um new it's it's somewhat foreign also especially in the tech world it's very foreign to sell something that doesn't have a brand doesn't have everything set up before um but this was uh when when did this start 
This started in Feb 2017, so around okay. six years now. And you were still in uni at that time? No, no, I had just graduated. It had been six months, and I kept telling everyone that I want to work for a startup. Yeah. And then you know my friends and my brother, they're all just like, "Why would you want to work for a startup when you can have one yourself?" Yeah. And I was like, "Hmm, I never thought of that." And that's when it get to the, got to the Momos, and that's what led to Zonanos. Okay. And I just remember that in the beginning, because I didn't have a Facebook page or an Instagram page. I would be like answering my inbox for like hours. Like that's yeah. all I remember doing in the first three months. Like I remember I would keep replying till three a.m. and then wake up at like nine a.m. and then start replying again. Mm-hmm. And also because there was no website, I had to take individual like addresses of people, then make an Excel for that day and then send it again. And you know sometimes people would just be like, "I live in." Block thirty-two. Then next sentence, Clifton, and then next sentence, Phase Five. And I'm just like, please write in one message so I can just like easily copy and paste. But it was basically like I'd copy one message, then the other, then the other, then their name, then their phone number. So this sounds like really small in the bigger picture. But yeah, I remember yeah. when I was starting, I was just like, look, कैसे करते हैं? And then after a while, I was like, wait. People have websites. That's what people do. <laughs> I can do that. But my website came like a year and a half or two years after I started the brand. And by that time, you already took it seriously. You're like, okay, this is something that I can really invest my time in. Or you were still in the do- momo phase. <laughs> no, I think uh, after the first two months, I think I was like, okay, I, I should do this for a bit and see mm-hmm. how it goes. And like touch wood, I'm so glad it is here. Nice. So. so- Before we get into the rest of the, uh, the journey on Zonanos, in 2017, you thought about after uni going straight into um, uh, your own business. But I, because I know you personally, I think that was your that was when you were doing your masters, right? No, actually, I thought I would do uh-huh. my masters eventually, okay. but was fucked. I was just like, okay, let's see where it goes. I definitely didn't want to study again. Okay, I was just like, and I felt too guilty asking my parents for like more tuition money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I can't do this right mm-hmm. now. So I definitely didn't think about it then, but um, it took me a while to feel like I did do um, a lot of job apps when I was in yeah. the states, mm-hmm. and I thought I'm gonna go into like a nine to five. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't because I still have but, it, and I don't even know what that feels like. And that's what I mean. That's that's actually the question itself. Is like, was it really? Was how easy was it for you to get convinced by your siblings and your parents? Ki just khud ka kar lo jo bhi karna hai. Why are you going and working for someone else right now? Honestly, it wasn't easy at all. Um, I think that there was a lot of uh, self doubt mm-hmm. where I was just like, I don't know. And you know, like I feel like when you think of businesses now, startup culture is like uh, definitely booming in Pakistan. But yeah. I feel like even six years ago, it was like whoever is doing a business is like. I feel really bad saying this, but like, अपने अम्मी अब्बू के पैसे पे, you know. And I definitely didn't have that. Where I was like, like. Baba, can I do this branch of your business? Like that was not a thing. My parents mm-hmm. were both doctors. They were like, get into a nine to five. We don't know what's happening. And I was just like, okay, just give me a bit. And uh, they definitely trusted me. They weren't forcing me into doing things. So mm-hmm. that was nice of them mm-hmm. to trust in my. So because of them, and then the other people saying that don't work for a startup and do it. I was just like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Why would I do that? Okay. Um. So that was the whole process. All it right. was difficult, but yeah. once it started, I was like, this is my calling. But if you were to actually work somewhere else, what what do you think you would have been doing at this time? That's a very difficult question, but I feel like it would be something to do with uh, a social media or marketing agency. Okay. Yeah. Right. I feel it. like that's such a basic answer, but 
that is what i would be doing but i follow you guys and you do a great job at it so it would be a natural <laughs> fit yeah that is definitely my forte in the business huh. that part that part is def- yeah. i hate doing hr i hate hmm. operations i hate accounts for the life of me i can't do numbers but marketing is something i'm like okay i know this so cool so over the, like how is how's the journey been so far tell me in terms of like key milestones so this is how i define it right like in one year you started off you start off with like 10 orders a month 20 orders a month what what was that trajectory like for you so this is kind of funny because when i started i was like okay i need like a delivery service that you know delivers the product so pehle mm-hmm. we started with karachi mm-hmm. then um, we, i'm not going to name the company but it's like a famous company that is a service um, transport service and uh, they told us that technically we're not allowed to send liquids okay. but under the table we'll do it for you so i was like okay that sounds kind of legit in pakistani terms i was like yeah, let's yeah. go ahead with it so i remember when i was talking to them on the phone i was like uh, my mom and i were driving and uh, we were in the car passing zamzam i still remember it clearly and uh, i was talking to them and i was like oh so they were like kitne order honge hafte ke and i was just like mm, like 30 35 and my mom looked at me at that time she's like what are you saying you get like two orders a day is like don't lie to them like otherwise they won't do it and two like, orders a day yeah like that was two <laughs> orders a day and i was like 35 for sure and then my mom just looked at me and she was like doing this and i was like just leave it like this is how it's going to get done yeah, like otherwise yeah. it won't take me seriously it's like i know what i'm doing mom yeah <laughs> even though i really didn't but uh i was just like yeah okay so they were like okay 30 35 okay we can manage and then i put the phone down she's like what are you thinking and i was just like you know let's just see and you know the line allah malik hai i was like allah malik kuch ho jayega and then uh, i remember like two weeks later we got our first review mm-hmm. by like a just a random person on one of these social media pages mm-hmm. and her hair like the transformation with two uses was like fab and she posted her before after and oh my god the sales after that like and also with my own pictures because that's what i posted initially uh, i remember they were like right now I think a few months ago I went back on that post it has like about like 1700 comments saying wow. that oh we want to buy this and stuff so well that was the two order a day phase mm-hmm. and then like um 6 months later it definitely like tripled wow and then a year later it was like it went back smoothly it was like a sustainable stable business mm-hmm. and um then right before covid hit uh, our biggest like milestone was uh, mavra hussain the actress messaged us and out of the blue so one thing i definitely believed in in the beginning was that i'm not going to pay someone to write a post for us or like i'm not going to do a sponsored post i won't send it to a blogger like whoever likes it completely organic like it, completely organic and it wasn't more about being like cocky it was more about that i wanted to know that this product and this brand is doing well on its own like for my own sake mm-hmm. so when that happened and she loved the products and she started writing then we kind of blew up again mm-hmm. and uh, that was the second milestone i would say in terms of growth and then the third was actually covid Uh, okay. covid was like a great time for all self care businesses yeah, yeah. and i think startups in general that cater to people at home mm-hmm. um that was definitely like a key milestone we mm. did a lot of challenges i took it up and i think then i had till covid i didn't have another team member i was doing really? this yeah so that would be like 3 years of me yeah. doing it myself uh from the operations to the packing to the finance to <laughs> um every just, single just to thing. break it down when yeah. you say operations you don't just mean like getting the product out you mean like even the 
the making manufacturing the labeling the filling all yeah, of that yeah so i would i would take some help from my house cook which my mom was really upset about she was like wo khana nahi paka raha tel bana raha literally tel lene gaya i was i was just like nahi wo kar raha hai wo raat ke liye kuch paka la and like and then i'd be like come come let's pack some orders like you know so that definitely happened quite a bit so i like had like a side um, obviously pay for them mm-hmm. outside of them being like a cook at my house yeah. and my mom was again not very happy with that mm-hmm. but you know at the same time she was just like okay you do you like whatever happens we're here to support you so then it was a very family oriented business like i have multiple videos of all three of my siblings like packing orders my dad putting stickers on my mom I like i remember there was one eid a couple of years ago and i saw you put up a video of your dad your mom your brother all of you had like this little chain made yeah it was basically like an assembly line at in our lounge it was very sweet and you know i i again this is why i've called you on is because i really love hearing these stories mm-hmm. um and i feel like they don't get enough they're not getting enough uh, attention right you mentioned you've said you've called yourself a startup multiple times already and we don't stop to think is like yeah well a business like this is a startup mm-hmm. you know yeah um and i actually wanted to get your thoughts on this a little bit as well but please finish actually i cut you off what no, was no, the next fine. milestone yeah the, 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 it was these were basically the the covid uh, time was definitely a milestone and then we definitely ended up getting like a, a few more celebrities on board like completely mm-hmm. organically thanks to mavra mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had like hiramani message us and yeah. um anusha ashraf misha shafi like all of these people um i don't know if you know usman mukhtar he was like really trending that time he had the like singer. a really famous no he he comes in pakistani dramas okay and that's uh, umar mukhtar who's the singer i think yeah probably no but this is usman mukhtar <laughs> and um, you know he had a really like trending show then and uh-huh. he randomly messaged us saying that hey like i want to try your all and we were like what and we made like multiple memes on him which he really appreciated <laughs> but <laughs> from his drama basically uh-huh. so yeah that was like a and now it's like back to like obviously inflation and stuff so i would say like right now the businesses are a bit low so we are really like focusing on getting our organic customers back again okay. and um, you know launching new products mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like pivoting our thing into making like also more hair accessories on top of just a uh, hair products so really becoming self care not yeah. not just like hair oil but self care so basically like everything hair care i would say okay. uh, but that hair care doesn't necessarily just mean like products so for instance like an accessory would be our microfiber towel mm-hmm. so that's something we like kind of went towards and it was a big hit mm-hmm. so thinking in those terms about how to make like life easier when you're doing hair care so i would say mm-hmm. that that is like one of our uh, usps to be able to make things simpler mm-hmm. so this would definitely be one of them so a few questions are coming to mind bear with me mm-hmm. um what got you to realize is that you should probably build more capacity like you spent 3 years mm-hmm. you know and these were i would say any 3 years before covid you could kind of say in a way were like golden years for mm-hmm. some businesses covid as well was a golden year mm-hmm. unfortunately from that point on things have been quite bumpy yeah um 3 years from 2017 till 2020 add in the fourth year what got you to realize four years later or what were you waiting for to actually build capacity in these four years um i think the first time that i actually employed someone and thank god for that person she was my first intern and um i remember that i was 
basically we had a in covid as soon as lockdown hit which was like i think april mm-hmm. um everything was shut there was nothing to do mm-hmm. and uh, we launched a 30 day hair care challenge mm-hmm. so every day we would have a challenge up and you had to follow it and you could do it from things that were at home mm-hmm. so you know people started doing it we got a lot of traction and then one day i just see this message where it said hey can i work for you i want to do your social media or help you with it and here's my resume and here um actually no she said here's my resume and i was just like hey like i don't think we need someone but okay sure like send me like a meme like that you've made yourself okay. like that's a very random question i came up with and she was just like okay and she made like a really funny one that i ended up posting and i was like okay maybe i should get someone on board mm-hmm. and she was the first employee and then a bit later i was like wait i can afford to get more people why am i like dying right now yeah. so then we started like i think like 6 months later i employed another 7 months later i would say i employed another person mm-hmm. that handled operations so my cook was thankfully spared by me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just sticking to one job and uh, yeah so we got like another person then and we kind of did that for another like a year and a half mm-hmm. and then i got a graphic designer and then i got like a person who replies to dms and then i got like a labor and then staff kept increasing with that but we i definitely was very stingy in the beginning because uh this my best friend he was telling me that you know he comes from a very family of like everyone doing businesses and he was like with businesses like one day you can be like high up and the next day it could be like poop yeah. and so like just be careful And so every time like I would think about like oh I should expand the number of people that work for me I'd be like no I don't know if I have like the resources right now. But the second I started employing another person work didn't go down. Mm-hmm. So I was like I'm just limiting the business by like making sure that I micromanage everything. Like this is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. I think it was that moment where I was like okay like I need to hire more people because even when I'm hiring the work is still the same that means abhi to bahut sara aur kaam hai jo kiya hi nahi hai humne. So once that started happening I realized the the benefits of having like another person and the benefit of me like not dying over like yeah, yeah. 100 like, like letting go of control list. gives you time to think a little bit I as well i definitely have a big problem with control like yeah. i really struggle with it in uh-huh. personal life as well so uh-huh. this business was like positive reinforcement it was like ha or control ye bhi tum dekho wo bhi tum dekho but then eventually i had to be like okay i have to let uh-huh. go some things so did the thought ever come to you like when you look back at it now do you feel like a, you were waiting So there's one argument where you could say like, I'm waiting to have cash in the bank, right? So that there's that safety, there's that security as well. You don't want to potentially unfo- you don't want to bring someone on and then unfortunately let them go because you've For run sure. dry, right? For sure. Um so that I understand, but was there a thought going through your mind that you first want to understand every element of the base business until you start passing it on to somebody else, right? Like graphic designer I remember I even reached out to you uh, a long time ago asking if you needed any help as well and I think you were looking for someone at that time too mm-hmm. but if you're saying that the graphic designer came after that whenever that time frame was I can see how you would first want to get used to that and then pass it on make a template get an understanding of what goes into that particular area of work understand all the tasks and then pass it on was that going through your mind or was it just that you couldn't understand like where everything was going so that's why I was just going freely and organically as well I would definitely say that this whole business has been like moving on its own pace like and very free and very organic as much as I've tried to like control or understand it's just like has a life of its own mm-hmm. like before it used to be like oh zunanos is like an extension of me and now it's just like zunanos is a completely different 
thing and I am completely different. Like our personalities are no longer the same, yeah. you know. And so when I was uh, doing this, I was definitely not thinking actively. That so yeah. basically, I feel like because this uh, business had like a mind of its own, I definitely was not thinking about anything that, oh, this is what I have to understand and then I will understand But I think that with time, that just happened naturally where I knew that, hey, like, if I can't tell you this mood board, hai, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you that our audience is like this. They're not going to understand X, Y, Z. They will understand this. Like, we're not this. So I kind of had like an image of what the personality of the brand is. Okay. So once I knew the personality, that was easy to translate. So I didn't get into the specifics. But I just realized that with every new employee, they were coming with like way more... Um, I would say like content or way more ideas that weren't even crossing through my head. Mm -hmm. So once they came in, they were adding so much value. Yes, value. They were adding like insane value. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is why I need more people. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I would see whenever I was hiring someone were sales. Like it all came down to that. I was like, if the business is growing, I can afford to, and the business is growing consistently. I would give it like three months of growth. Be like, okay, we can afford this we can get another person. We can afford this. Abhi need hai. Iski need nahi hai. I can do it. Iski. Mm-hmm. So I was very controlling where I was like, Jahan mein kar sakti hu, I'll do it. But with time, I was like, I have to focus on the expansion and the scaling of this. So even if I have time, I can't put my head to this. Mm-hmm. I have to let another person do it. Okay. So that's where it went. And when did you, um, how did you pick up on all of this as well? Like you just said something very interesting. Is that okay? In in corporate speak, it's like check someone's KPIs. Are they meeting those KPIs? Is it adding into our bottom line? If it's not, the person has to go, or the person's not justified to the business. That's yeah. basically what you're doing. Mm-hmm. How did that come to your mind? Like, was this like you were reading up as well, side by side, on how to run a small business more effectively, or was it just like coming naturally to you? I never read anything. Uh, I never read anything at or all. Were you getting advice because like your parents are doctors? I was not doctors. getting advice. Yeah, so, I don't know. I actually wanted to, like, this is really funny. You know how you're saying KPIs? I remember it till, like, two years ago. I was like, someone said that to me in an interview. And I was like, I just looked later after they left. I was like, what does KPI mean? <laughs> <laughs> because I ha- I'm like a psych major. Yeah. So I literally don't know anything. Of, and it sounds, like, ridiculous. And I'm being honest about it. But I literally didn't know anything. Yeah. And I was, everything about this business has been through my gut. So like wow. from hiring and to scaling to branding, everything is based on the gut. And, uh, you know, many times I haven't gone with the gut and gone with what the traditional approach is. And that hasn't suited me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that like I definitely have like these really unconventional ways of hiring people. So when I did need like a social media person, I remember that instead of like anyone submitting their resume, I ha- they had to do like three sample captions for like a post that we've already posted and like two things they'd want to change about the brand and and how it'll help with growth so these were like five questions that was everyone's interview essentially a digital interview and that's all we did and did you have that same kind of approach to other roles like operations what would you do no operations and stuff where it's like a very like this is the name of the game like Hmm. x and y and z and that's it Mm -hmm. so for that it would just be like efficiency and uh, this sounds like very cliche, but like respect. Hmm. I've definitely had people disrespect me because I'm a woman, I'm young, hmm. I'm in this business for the first time. I don't, they think that I don't know my shit. Hmm. So that was a process. And I would say that 
that's consistently been something that I deal with, uh, whether it's like vendors or retailers, even mm-hmm. I wouldn't say clients, but uh, definitely employees as well, where it was like a process of getting earning their respect. Yeah. It wasn't like something that came naturally. Like yeah. I feel like if I was a man and someone came in the office, there would be like instant respect, ya dar, ya jobi ke, oh, inki to main bol sakta. Yeah. Whereas with me, it was a lot like, um, like bolna kuch batamizi karna ya kuch karna ya ke ye hame nahi karna bas humse nahi ho raha and walking off and being rude yeah. that was definitely something so that was a big thing on my how did list. you work on that because that's something that i wanted to touch upon as well like how did you how how have you actually worked on that so far and i'm unfortunately it's not something that's gone forever from your life it 100% no could come back again right but how did you deal with it and what have, have you brought in something different in the way you work in the way uh people see you or and what you say how you say things has that changed i think that initially like uh during my first two years um so first two years after hiring someone not the first mm-hmm. two years of zonanos uh but when i first hired people i could tell that um they are not respecting me and what i did once was that we had to stock at a retailer mm-hmm. I'll, i can say the name it was nahid mm-hmm. and it was like a pretty big supermarket so yeah. we really wanted to get there and i remember that uh, so i'm pretty good with talking and like convincing i've done sales in my uni okay. um so i knew that i could get people on board but i was like hey like today i was just like why don't you my employee i was like why don't you go and talk to them and convince them and tell them that we're already in like agas and forum and whatever so abhi rakh and uh, i was like it shouldn't be so difficult so go mm-hmm. and he was like okay and he went there and obviously like they were like okay get lost like we're not even going to consider you what is this brand we've never heard of it and you just have one product like what is this mm. and he came back and he was just like bro like you cannot get into nahid like that's not going to happen there like one product and this and that i remember and i was just like okay like and i i was not being cocky at that point but i was a bit scared i was like oh mana kar diya wapas jana padega dekhte hain mujhe bhi mana nahi kar de but uh, again like trusting my gut and i went there and i was with the empl- and i took the employee with me and i remember talking to him and convincing him and i remember like the employee was just looking at me like what is happening how is she doing this and it's called fairy dust bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I still wish that I didn't have to do that. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, it, uh, do I have to show? Like, I was just like, "Boy, business, yah se yah, kahan lekar aaya? Main to lekar aayi hu." Like, yeah. who employed you? Like, if I wasn't like this, how would it happen? Mm-hmm. So I remember that that was like I could tell that he was impressed, but also it was just like really like isse pehle nahi tha, and um, so that was like initially to gain that respect, but then eventually what happened is that I had to be like insanely strict. Mm-hmm. and like borderline just be like in a bad mood all the time or like pretend to be like not conversing too much and that's not who i am like i mm-hmm. love talking so i'm just like what's up like what do you eat at home today like how yeah. are your kids or what's happening and then i just realized that with a woman who's doing that with the man up free kar rahe ho usse you know and it's just like bhai main bas normal baat kar rahi hu usme free free ka kya hai but mm-hmm. that's something like everyone would tell me and it would really bother me um but then yeah so eventually i had to be like really like strict at some points ki nahi this is this and no one is going away or yeah, yeah. this has to be done and that's not usually how i operate but it had to be done to get like 
that initial respect mm-hmm. so yeah it's just a process I, i'm back to just like being like conversing and acting like i'm one of them so mm-hmm. it's but i feel like someone once told me they were like no one likes their bosses zoha so don't try to be liked and i was just like why <laughs> i'm trying like i thought i liked them they like me but um yeah like i mean it's still a process mm-hmm. i just have to be okay with the fact that there's like a boundary yeah so i have to maintain it and they have to maintain it but so. like it's kind of something that I'm sure you've figured out how to establish it from the get go also and maybe set those boundaries for people not necessarily of working with you directly but then also within the group 100% yeah now that when people are like approaching me for like a collaboration or a project I'm like ye main nahi kar rahi ye main muft mein nahi kar rahi ye aapko ye karna hai wo karna hai before I used to be very like like a people pleaser so I would just say yes to everything but now that I know the worth of my brand yeah. um, I definitely and don't that's compromise that's something that I feel like also comes with time I feel like some people are put that up and become very specific or particular a bit too soon also But it seems like you've done the whole trial and error, right? You've seen what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Again, how does it affect the KPIs? Yeah, the KPIs. Right. Um, so when you were mentioning the the at home, right? Another question that when like a whole, what did we say? Assembly line. Mm. Um, another question that comes to mind by hearing that. And I still remember the stories as well. I really like the work you put out by the way. Sorry, <laughs> um, but. Do you seek advice um from people or do you have like a select group of mentors that you're constantly consulting or speaking to as well to figure out how to do this? Or how um, to do this better, sorry. Like one thing's for sure and this is something that I feel like we tend to we tend to forget that the person who started the business and who's there at the top, you know, is the one who's putting in the most amounts of love, the most amounts of time into it, the most amounts of energy. So sometimes as you said you know your shit. Mm. I'm no one to come and just give you like unsolicited advice or But that's very common in Pakistan. Yeah. Every single person. Here here's some advice I'd like to give you. I, I've never done this business. I don't know what this field is, but I'll tell you what to do. But you have to increase your margins and do this ah, and we the Lots of uncles have been like agar aap ek factory mein ye dale na to aisa hoga. I'm like bhai factory nahi hai kahan se le kar raha hu aap kahan pahunch gaye like uh, very ridiculous. And shayad factory ke goals bhi na ho. हाँ मतलब डिफिकल्ट you know i'm sure when you started off you didn't think you'd start with the microfiber yeah no hours, hello right yeah. so what uh, do you have a group of people that you speak to on the regular or that you seek advice from i would say that um my siblings and my best friends i definitely like run things by them mm-hmm. but you know how i think i've learned this in psych but you know when you ask someone that oh like should i do this or should i do that and they say like oh do this but in your head like the instant answer comes jo aapko originally karna tha it could be what they're saying or it could be the other one but you just know it instantly once they give an answer mm-hmm. so i do this all the time where i'm like hmm do you think we should do this price or this and they'll be like this i'm like no actually dusri karni chahiye so that is my way of seeking advice but i'm not saying i always do what i feel like is best i've definitely taken advice from my siblings my friends who've been like this doesn't seem appropriate for the brand or this is a trajectory you should take 
take it to or uh, this is where you should um, invest more time in. So I mm-hmm. definitely think that I, I don't think I could um, do it just by myself. But mm-hmm. I like that I can take like soak in all this knowledge and then make an informed decision. Okay. Um, it still kind of ends up with me. Mm-hmm. So it's bad for my control, but it's great for my personality. <laughs> I'm like, I'll make it. <laughs> but what about uh, and what are your thoughts on mentorship? I would love to mentor people. <laughs> but do you do you do you seek mentorship mentor yourself? Yet. Do you seek it? Um I uh not at this time, but I I don't think that it would be like field specific. I just like talking to women in business. Um so that's definitely something that I just get motivated by like someone who's ahead of me or someone who's starting or women that have been just working and even like a 9 to 5 and how they've dealt with like other men or the mm-hmm. society or after marriage or after having kids like that for me is very like motivating and inspiring so I definitely just end up listening to like a lot of women or like seeking out for what they have done mm-hmm. so I think that would be where I would seek uh okay. advice All right interesting so how did you manage to stay motivated and consistent over the four years? Honestly, I've had so many low moments that like, I can't even count them. Like there have been innumerable days where I've woken up and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why, why am I even good at this? Like, you know, like just a self-doubting kind yeah, of spiral. Yeah. And it has been really difficult to get myself to go to work because it kind of all just boils down to me, right? If I'm not doing the work, like I automatically see the sales decreasing because we're, it's not like a self-running machine right now where I can just be like, hey, like everyone do their work and I'll mm-hmm. just like nitpick a few things at the end of the day and be like, ye ho gaya, ye nahi hua. okay, bye. So there was a time where people were like texting me and I'd just be like, oh, I have to figure this out right now. Um, I think like definitely taking a break uh, and like even like taking two, three days off, like maybe if you have the privilege to like go take a vacation abroad, like that is the ultimate break. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you don't, like I just feel like taking some time off to do things that you liked before because the business starts becoming like everything, right? Like it's not just your job, but it's also you seek like passion in where you are having fun, where you're feeling motivated. And so I definitely had like moments where I had to force myself to like paint or read a book. And like in my head, I was like, no, no, like do work. But then the other side was like, bro, you need to take some time off. And like, I would literally like Google, like how do people take time off? And uh, I remember like I was in, the, I like I have the snap of like, uh, you know, filling my tub and being like, I think that I should take a midday break and just take like a nice hot tub. But at the same time, I, I'm like making a list of things I have to do once I finish. And so it was like a constant, like vicious cycle of me yeah. going through it. And um, I like think the breaks end up being part of the routine and not something that stops the routine also. You're so right. Yeah, that would definitely happen. I think that like even just uh, uh, taking a minute to absorb like what I've done, I don't think that I really struggle with uh, crediting myself for the business. I'm like, nay, like 
I think till like last year I would be like it's just the product that's so good I it's nothing to do with me like I don't mm. know what I did ha theek if anyone sold this product they would be good at it yeah. but I mean obviously it's not like that like there's so many things that go in mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and I feel like once things start getting monotonous in the business is when I lose motivation mm-hmm. um so in these moments I'm like what can I do differently for the brand so then once I've taken my hot baths and everything I start going back to the brand and kind of go to the root of what made this interesting for me and it was like to come up with new things and uh, i think that's how the microfiber towel came about i was just like i need a new product like and i need it to be like completely different but was this site maybe i lost you there but was it because of complacency in some way or was it because you were like we need to go we need to change something now we have to add in more i think it was a bit of both um i think that uh, i struggled with complacency and the brand did as well and there were like a lot of clients who were like okay we love the oil but next matlab aur kuch nahi hai mujhe aapke sare product khareedne hain and we like oh bas abhi yahi hai you know and so that was like a for the longest we just had like a hair oil and then yeah. there were two sizes to it and then there was a dry shampoo and you know dry shampoo was like very unique to the market so yeah. a lot of people didn't understand it for the beginning part of it and uh, you know then the pivot of where i kind of gain motivation again was when we came up with the comb bottle mm-hmm. so it's like a comb basically attached to the bottle and you can put it directly in your hand the little, little holes Be- in it yeah. so it's like direct application without getting your hair uh, without getting your hands dirty wow. so i remember that that was like a sensation everyone was like kaise socha aapne you know <laughs> and i was definitely after like a really low moment and yeah. then kind of pick myself up with these things okay all yeah. right so um Uh, the question's losing me yeah shit tanan you're going to have to edit this part a little bit <laughs> yeah thank you fuck you said shut up <laughs> the giggles at the shut back up. are not helping <laughs> now you know what happens behind the scenes <laughs> this shit happens behind the scenes no no not seeking mentorship bro ye aur mat bolo main cocky sa hu yaar main koi mentor nahi chahiye mujhe main khud ha i guess you don't want a mentor i should have i'm skip through this please yeah yeah i'm just coming it's coming why don't we go Staying through consistent. the questions they were really nice mommy open it i have it i actually have it open we've actually covered a lot of it um there was the you said um the breaks staying consistent um and then that also goes into like the whole yeah okay it's coming back okay so hanan now this is where you come back yes as you can tell um so now that you have you got the comb bottle is a separate product or that's just a packaging uh idea it's a packaging idea okay all right so you've got the hair oil you've got the dry shampoo you've got the fiber microfiber towels as well and i'm sure there'll be more um over the years like wh- where do you stand today tell me in terms of numbers in terms of reach in terms of um you know destinations like markets and stuff yeah markets is the right word where are you how how's your daily order count looking um and what's in the plan right now for the next year you're planning for 23 you can choose not to answer that question not to answer <laughs> but markets you can't share either um yeah uh, no let's not get into it okay yeah sorry you came up with a question it's gone <laughs> shit it's there export potential can you can you answer that yeah 
yeah, sure. Fine. But you don't have to give it in terms of your own product. Like you can say, okay, I've spoken to people, you know, I get messages overseas. I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's right? go through that, the international mm-hmm. shipping. Okay. So with now that you've got, you got like three products uh, being made, being sold, um, four years, right? And six. Six years. Six years next year, yeah. Oh, six years, yeah. Oh, yeah, six years next year. Um, what do you feel like has been? What have you learned about the about the, the 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 landscape, the economic landscape, especially in Pakistan, but then also overseas? And I'm saying overseas because of the expat Pakistanis. Mm-hmm. I'm sure word spread. So we actually get like a lot of questions from the subcontinent. So mm-hmm. we have Indians messaging us like daily almost, wow. and uh, a lot of uh, Bangladeshis. Yeah, and we get queries from Dubai, London, USA. So uh, this did happen that initially, like I just carried some bottles with me and uh, I thought that, okay, like I'll just give it to like a friend who really wanted to use it. And mm-hmm. then once I reached Dubai, I was this, she wanted one. She's like, oh, you got me so many, like you can just sell the rest. And I was like, wait, I could. And then uh, we kind of just put up like a Facebook post saying that, oh, we have like five, six bottles if anyone wants them. Mm-hmm. And within 10 minutes, it was like sold out. Wow. And uh, there's just like a small quantity, but I was like really surprised by the reach we have. And uh, right now, for instance, on like Instagram, we have like about like 78K followers. So obviously they're like people from all over the world who end up visiting Pakistan, whether it's in December or for Eid or all, like summer vacation. So all of these people, we have them like packing the order and taking it so we Mm -hmm. had to change the packaging for that also by the way like we had to come up with like a seal cap situation because people were just like we're so scared of carrying this what if oil i was just like yeah actually like i I don't know what to say to that (laughs) like i used to be like freeze it freeze the bottle and take it um but now we ended up having like a uh, a different packaging for that and then we ended up introducing it in our daily orders as Mm -hmm. well so i feel like because of these kind of queries you keep learning and Mm -hmm. um you keep changing the product Mm -hmm. and uh, we're definitely looking into expanding the market, like maybe basing it off the way and then reaching out to like all of these places. The biggest problem right now is, is that um, for some reason, I don't want to get into it, but like Mm -hmm. a few years ago, there was like a mishap in Pakistani transportation and, uh, it's really actually like someone apparently like carried some drugs in the liquid that they were transporting and then since then I don't know if this was is this true product? not us not oh, us okay, not okay. us but like just like literally like decades ago this happened I don't know if this is a rumor but this is what someone told me mm-hmm. and for that reason like liquids uh, exporting. exporting is like on a smaller scale is very difficult oh. so um, so like a lot of regulations basically a lot of regulations but also just like a ban almost mm. so we really struggle with it because other companies for instance like clothing and stuff they can send it worldwide without an issue mm-hmm. uh, from Pakistan but liquids always had an issue and we're kind of still in the process of it for instance we like um, got in touch with like DHL and FedEx and initially they told us hey like liquids are banned this was Mm -hmm. about like three years ago Mm -hmm. and we spoke to them again like six months ago and they were like okay it's open but the delivery charges are like like a hundred dollars to get to Dubai and I was like no one's gonna pay a hundred dollars for a piece of oil you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so we're kind of looking into other options there are a lot of logistic companies that do this but for smaller brands it's definitely more difficult so we're just in the process of figuring that out and alongside like figuring out certifications Mm -hmm. for the 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 country that we send it to we definitely don't want to get stopped by customs or have any issues which a lot of people do KPR 
The biggest thing that's been on my bucket list is the same, like international shipping. Mm-hmm. I feel like we lose out on a lot of clients and we have in the past. Like it's been six years. This should be time that mm-hmm. this becomes international, but we're still in the process of figuring it out. So those three things are definitely like I I just have to get them done. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Next year. All right. And um, next year will be the sixth year. All right. Sixth year. Um, I'm I'm actually going to try and now like wrap all of this up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but where do you if if you look back at these 6 years, um what do you feel like you have learned the most? You know, like you the way you just mentioned also what 23 looks like um the words you're using, right? Uh you've got divisions made in your head you know how sales has to happen you know how the marketing has to happen none of these things you build structure to instantly they have to be built in real time um and i feel like uh at times we are too quick to jump the gun or we tend to really we tend to jeopardize the brand and all the hard work because something went wrong along the way and somebody didn't focus on that uh what do you feel like you've learned in the past 6 years that you are definitely going to be keeping in mind or that you know now you now know actually let me rephrase sorry what have you learned in the past 6 years that you feel like has helped you become more disciplined in building structure and in making sure that this consistency within the business now now it's not zoha now it's zonanos yeah there are people you know <laughs> you've got you've got you've got customers you've got regular customers as well um you've got shelf space as well so tell me a little bit about that so i'll answer this in two parts the first being that what uh, got me disciplined and what i would keep forever but the other part is also like things that i've learned that i wish someone told zoha 6 years ago or some or any person actually starting a business so the first half would be uh, what i want to maintain i feel like the fact that i've tried to keep things organic I would never want to change that and you know of course like I would want like Mahira Khan for instance using Zonanos right but I would never want to be like hey like you know Mahira Khan can you get her to use it or like Mahira Khan what are your charges for a PR like you know mm-hmm. I never want to get into that I feel like we've really built this business based on uh these natural uh, attraction towards like whether it's like customers or celebrities whatever you want to call it and so I would want to maintain that I feel like that keeps me and the brand like humble and also like uh valuable and worthy like we we can say that when a few years later that hey like we did this because of us like no one uh helped us or our team like our team kind of figured it out ourselves and uh, to be able to trust like um even the regular labor that's coming every day to work like trusting his advice like i I definitely ask all my employees for advice all the time and I really try to incorporate it in our everyday where they're like hey like ye aise nahi kare hum log aaj se is tarah karte hain ye help karega so I feel like staying true to the brand and uh, kind of not just becoming like really frivolous and cocky and being like ab to itna kar liya hai bas 
ख़त्म यू नो अब इस हाँ अब सेट बन गए यू नो एंड दिस सेट वर्ड इज़ ऑल्सो हेटेड बाई लाइक माई फैमिली बिकॉज ऑल ऑफ दैम आर लाइक इन जॉब्स देर लाइक सेट वाला बिजनेस नाम लाइक नहीं मेरा ऐसा नहीं है यू नो सो आई रिली ट्राई टू स्टे अवे फ्राम दैट एंड जस्ट बी लाइक अ टीम एंड नॉट दैट आई एम द बॉस एंड आई वुड से दैट आई थिंक दैट अ लॉर ऑफ ब्रांड्स really do shy away from the fact that we are desi so you know we're starting to get towards like the minimal packaging or you know very like aesthetically pleasing and one pastel color kind of branding mm-hmm. um since the beginning i've been like uh, not i wouldn't say averse to it but i've been like this is not us i'm going to celebrate desi culture i'm going to celebrate the fact that we're pakistani we're going to use like minglish like roman english roman yeah. urdu sorry and uh, in our captions and you know like sometimes in the beginning i would feel like oh i ye koi judge to nahi karega if i put this or is this meme like cheap or are people even doing this whatever i would really question it but i innately i'm like a very very desi pakistani person so mm-hmm. i never i never want to let go of that from my own personality yeah. and i never want that to like be taken away from zonanos whether we're international or whether we stay local whatever it is i feel like the essence of the brand kind of lies in the fact that we're like pakistani and we like start off home based we're not one of those like big shot like factory owners that are you know doing everything in this system we ha- we really went from zero to wherever we are right now mm-hmm. so i think i would maintain that i think that 6 years ago like um i didn't know this but it lucked out for me and i definitely wanted you know everyone to kind of go about this whenever they're uh, starting a new business it would be to stick to one thing mm-hmm. um for like consistently for like at least 2 years but if one that's also fine whether it's a service whether it's a product stick to one hmm. figure everything out with just that specific thing it's going to help you learn so much and the stress will come with it but because you're going to perfect that one the next one will be so much easier yeah. so i think that uh, i would have loved to know that like shuru mein because i took took a lot of guilt with the fact that whenever a retailer used to be like bas ek product hai and i used to be like oh my god like when am i launching something else like this and i really i didn't do it but i took a lot of stress for it yeah, yeah. and uh, you know now like uh, you know this the damn word like hustle hustle keep hustling i hate mm-hmm. that word so but i used to be like oh i'm not hustling enough i'm not coming up with coming up with more products enough and uh, you know but i just like trusted my guy and i was like hey like with that one or two product you got where you are mm-hmm. aage bhi ho jayega so i feel like gut and sticking to one thing is uh, it's like it's like it even the the persistence in that builds confidence also 100% so whenever someone asks me about that one specific product i know everything hmm. i'm not going to be taken off guard ke oh वैसे इसमें ये i don't know वैसे that's not true i got taken off guard many times we will be like so what is like your value of your company i'll be like what <laughs> and then people were like kp and i'm like what <laughs> so yeah that happened quite a bit so i wouldn't say aise mein bahut confident but, but, do, but you, do you think about these things now like do you feel like okay now i need to think about maybe adding in even more structure or having things documented in a particular way because oh, yeah, which, yeah 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 i i try to translate that more with my employees i'm like hey if you're doing this try to have like a strategy like have like ye cheeze to consistently karni hai iske upar kuch aur karna hai that's up to you but i need like a list of things that you're going to do today i'm like a crazy to do list fan so i just make list of everything so we have like a board at office and everyone's like 
you know kind of jd is almost up there yeah. like in a funny way yeah. but uh, you know things that people have to do and then we kind of just go through that and then keep changing it as time comes but uh, that's something we that's in a funny a kind of funny kind of structure that mm-hmm. we try to implement cool. so yeah. as long as it's staying lively and actionable also yeah i try to make office like fun i feel like i crack really lame jokes and stuff but hey I, they have to laugh so <laughs> <laughs> you are the saint right <laughs> so so our last question this is something that i ask everybody um if you could go back in time and you could meet your younger self right um how young way young okay right like like high school could be younger could even be older could be maybe at the start of all of this as well um what would you if you could go back in time and you could meet your younger self what would you say to her um but it's not related to do business is that so okay? it could be anything at all it could be anything at all i i would say that being kind is cool this is a very random advice but i definitely like when i was younger i just had thought that i had to be like really mean or bitchy or whatever to gain confidence or like mm-hmm. people who are mean or bitchy are cool but um that's definitely not the case so i feel like if i went back i'd just be like just stick to the person who's being kind and like that'll be enough and i and i think i realized that like a bit later probably like 8th 9th grade but i remember like school initially was not tough but i did struggle with like self confidence mm-hmm. so i think that um, and you know i kind of surrounded myself by, with people who i thought were cool but not necessarily nice so i think that i would just be like being kind is cool i definitely go with that motto right now also i don't hang out like i post covid i've just like stopped talking to people who i think are like not kind mm-hmm. and it's definitely had a amazing impact in my life like maybe i sound mean like that i cut people out but it was necessary for my mental health and i feel like if i started this at a young age like i i don't know what would change but i wish i started at a younger age very good answer you're the first one to give that answer actually nobody said that oh really yeah 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 that's actually this is the most this is the most unique answer for the question otherwise we always get the same thing like uh, brush your teeth uh, what nobody said that <laughs> Uh, everybody's had some very insightful things also very thoughtful things uh but kindness is cool that's the first so you win this round um yeah. but you know like i'm uh, hearing all of this and now that it's like downtime for the show i also am curious to know do you have any kind of regret for not doing the momo thing that's a great question wild <laughs> you've thrown me off no i i think that um you know after karachi eat and stuff like i would initially be like bhai jisne store lagaya uska restaurant khul gaya matlab uh-huh. ye mujhe bhi karna chahiye tha but i feel like the food industry is like vicious and like for instance like even just like anything can happen like you could find a hair in your burger and people start riding on kfd and everything's done and people are like bhai main kabhi aani ja rahi and whatever i'm not saying that agar... momo mein baal hota nahi but and you know ke at least agar tel mein baal nikal raha hai to शायद उसी का होगा ये तो मैं कह सकती हूं आई एम गेटिंग कभी नहीं हुआ ऐसा गाइस बट नो आई एम जस्ट सेइंग दैट द फूड इंडस्ट्री इज लाइक सुपर विशेस देयर न्यू यू नो रेस्टोरेंट्स ओपनिंग एवरीडे बट देयर न्यू रेस्टोरेंट्स क्लोजिंग एवरीडे एंड कोविड वाज लाइक टेरिबल फॉर दीस प्लेसेस एंड आई एम नॉट सेइंग लाइक कोविड जैसी चीजें आर नॉर्मल बट इट्स जस्ट दैट यू जस्ट नेवर नो एंड आई फील लाइक विद बिकॉज इट्स लाइक प्रोडक्ट प्लस सर्विस एंड दैट्स लाइक अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट बिजनेस टू बी इन um so i feel like that's like too much you're not just looking after the food you're looking after the chef the plates the cleanliness the waiters like everyone being nice or mean ye sab aapke upar hai i don't think it's too I'd... many moving parts yeah too many too mm. many variables yeah, i wouldn't yeah. want to do that hmm chalo 
but what's next for zoha we'll find out with time i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll find yeah. out thank hey, you so much for having this me this was though. fun thanks for coming on thank you i hope you actually had a good time i did have a good time yeah a lot of <laughs> any new thoughts come to you or no you've talked yeah, about yeah i'm kind of motivated this. to go back home and work but this is a boundary issue i probably shouldn't <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like oh uh, yeah i think you should work <laughs> yeah no i have the same issue everybody over here is thinking the same thing right now but um thanks thank you zoa thanks for coming thank on you. um for all those listening and watching hope you like this episode and uh, see you in the next one take care bye bye bye